I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now in today's first entitled parent story, an innocent kid, just four years old, breaks an antique that is over a hundred years old. Now I know what you're thinking. It sounds like the kid may be entitled, but no, he's just four years old. And actually his entitled mum is the one who sits back and watches without stopping him as he proceeds to ruin an antique. Entitled mum lets her son destroy a hundred year old antique table I a 24 year old woman previously posted in r slash child free about one of my mother's younger friends an entitled mum in her early 40s Who I first knew as carefree and wonderful until she had her first kids That child ended up being a complete brat with her mother's encouragement But the entitled mum had another child a son who's now four years old who i kind of liked because he wasn't as intense as his older sibling as of last night that has changed for context my mother's greatest joy in life other than her kids is antiquing she dresses every room in her house very carefully and will stop at every vintage shop around to find a piece of furniture sometimes using road trips to find new antique stores and examine what's inside I used to hate going with mum to these stores, but since she took all three of us kids and told us that these used to belong to other people, I think it gave us an early respect for other people's things. We were never the kids to break stuff or jump on furniture in our homes or anyone else's, and I'm pretty sure that that contributed to it. When she was pregnant with my oldest sibling in 1990, mum found a small circular wooden table with three curved legs topped with a circle of marble, The shop proprietor told her it was 70 years old So she bought it for a song shined it up and stuck it in her living room where it immediately became a staple of our house The coffee table lasted her through three kids college graduations a move in 2000 and countless family parties and events Still shiny and looking new and gorgeous It's as much a part of the family now as any of us kids now to last night the entitled mum's birthday recently occurred So since she'd given mum a birthday celebration last month mum decides to return the favor Inviting the entitled mum her husband and their kids to our house for lobster already I'm not a fan of this whenever the entitled mum and her kids come over My mum makes a serious effort to give the kids something fun to do while the adults talk We have a collection of coloring books blocks dolls legos puzzles action figures and a tv in the basement from when my siblings and i were growing up and mum even bought them some new toys herself but inevitably the kids would play down there for two minutes and then come to their mum to complain that they're bored then proceed to wreak havoc on our house my parents who the entitled mum sees as her kids aunt and uncle have warned the kids many times not to jump on things but they do not listen. The oldest kid is also very combative and likes to pull hair and hit people, as I learned firsthand. Anne broke a holiday decoration given to my dad 
by his late mother. Of course, the entitled mum coddles her kids and coos that they're the best in the world and all that BS. I've told my mum repeatedly that I don't want to be around the kids or their parents, but she brushes it off. In fact, she likes to tease me for not interacting with the entitled mum and not coming downstairs when she visits and says that the entitled mum shouldn't get in the way of me living my life. I live with my folks and I'm invited to attend the party, but I make my usual choice of opting out. Since I've just finished the first week of a new job, I intend to celebrate with a day at the bookstore and a night with friends. But yesterday morning, as I was preparing to leave, mum asked why I was going to leave her to deal with the two kids by herself. I told her that I wasn't going to let them get in the way of me living my life. She laughed and wished me a good day and I left. My day was wonderful. I spent the morning and early afternoon at my favorite bookstore, the evening with my friends at a wine bar and the night with them at a karaoke room. I come home around 11.30 that night and enter from a door in our sunroom where my parents are asleep on the couch watching TV. I wake them up, tell them about my day and they seem genuinely happy it went so well. To be polite, I ask how the party went. My folks get quiet and look at each other and my mother, sounding very drained, tells me to go into the living room, the next room over. Confused, I look through the doorway and immediately see why. The beautiful table, now a century old, is broken. Its three curved wooden legs were bisected and splintered. There's a small crack in the marble top and a collection of wood shards litter the carpets. What happened? I asked. Earlier that day, around 6.30pm, my dad and the entitled mum's husband went to pick up my grandpa, plus a steamer for the lobster. While they were away, mum had worked to settle the kids into the basement and reminded them not to jump on anything, then gone to the living room to converse with the entitled mum. As they are talking, my mother leaves to go to the restroom at the other end of the house. She stops in the kitchen before returning and hears a crash in the living room. Mum runs in. And lo and behold, the four-year-old son had become bored, come upstairs to the living room, and started jumping on furniture, including the ancient table while his entitled mum just watched. My mother is predictably horrified and stares as the entitled mum examines her son for injuries and reassures my mum that the kid is fine. Mum gets sick to her stomach, takes the son aside and tells him in a serious but not yelling voice that auntie is very disappointed in him and that he knows the rules at my house. The entitled mum overhears and berates my mum, telling her that she is the only one who can speak that way to her kids before cuddling her son and telling him that he's going to be okay. Mum then outright asks the entitled mum if she herself told the kids not to jump on furniture at our house. She replies casually, no. I didn't tell them not to. The husbands return and all three men are shocked. The entitled mum's husband immediately offers to pay a carpenter to fix the table, which my mother accepts. Dinner goes on, but it's cold and impersonal between mum and the entitled mum. This morning, the entitled mum, her son and the husband came by our house to give mum a bouquet of flowers, an apology and the number of a carpenter who they'll pay for. She puts on a smile and says thank you, but she's very upset nonetheless. My dad doesn't want the kid in our house again until he's older. Mum says she'll be keeping her distance from the entitled mum for the time being, since she can't teach her kids to respect other people's property or discipline them properly. My heart breaks for my mum. I don't plan on having kids, but if you do, 
please teach them at an early age to respect other people and their things. Oh, yeah, look, I mean, you can obviously get this kind of like semi-repaired. I don't think it'll be by a carpenter, but by someone that knows what they're doing, I'm sure they can do a good job on it and, you know, get it close to how it was before. But this is an antique. You know, you're never going to get it in that perfect condition that it was in before this idiot of a son. Sorry, I don't blame the kid. This idiot of a mother let her son jump on it and, and just destroy it. Like, why go through all the hassle of letting your kid jump on furniture when you know your friend is massively into antiques anyway and these items of furniture can't just be replaced like that? It's not as if it's like some desk from Ikea. No, it's 100 years old, by the way. Why just not tell your kid in the first place to not do these things and avoid the hassle of him obviously breaking things? He's four years old. He's gonna do that if you don't tell him not to. Come on, it's so, like, illogical. I don't get it. Right then, now moving on to our second story of today's episode. Entitled parent throws coffee on me when i'm half her age so this happened years ago now at my first job but i figured i'd finally post it it remains to this day 17 years later the worst customer experience i've ever had so 15 year old me has their first job at an amusement park i worked in the games department and this day i was working one where you fish magnets out of the water that moves around pick up yellow you get a small prize Pick up a red magnet, you get a medium one. You pick up both red and yellow, it counts as yellow, you get a small prize. And shaking the magnets off to try again gets you banned from the park for cheating at the games. People, needless to say, don't realize this. So the first time, we always just tell people, hey, just so you're aware, shaking the magnets off can be considered cheating. So for next time, make sure you just leave them on, okay? Now we get to the main story. So, an entitled kid, who is about 9 or 10, and his entitled mum, who is early to mid-30s, walk up to the booth. And my co-worker takes the money, gives the kid the stick with a magnet, and goes to help someone on the other side, while I'm restocking our medium price display. The kid goes for a red magnet, and catches about six yellow magnets instead. Well, he doesn't want a small prize, obviously. So, he looks at my co-worker, grins when he sees she isn't paying attention to him, and start shaking them off. I, however, did see. So I grab the small prize bin, walk over, and put my hand on the stick. Not on him. Okay, go ahead and pick your small prize. Just so you know, too, shaking the magnets off can be considered cheating. So for- Excuse me, the entitled mum interrupts. How dare you accuse my son of cheating? He doesn't cheat. Oh, sorry, uh, she then starts to yell. He would never cheat, you freaking dog. How dare you accuse him of that? He's a good boy, you little idiot. I'm getting you fired for this, you little freaking female dog. She takes the lid off her cup while yelling at me. I hadn't noticed at the time because I was 15, getting screamed at by a random adult, and threw her half full coffee at me. It wasn't burning hot, but it was still warm. By this point, of course, other workers in nearby games had more than noticed, along with a small group of adults who were playing the games too. She seemed to realize she probably shouldn't have thrown the coffee when I burst into tears and just started sobbing on the spot. I mean, I was 15 and at the time not emotionally stable by any stretch. So she grabs her entitled kid's arm and drags him off, throwing the small prize back into the booth without aiming. I'm honestly not sure where it landed as I wasn't in a good state. Ah, must have been Texas then, I guess. (laughs) Okay, can I say that? No. 
The co-worker at the Whack-A-Mole station ran back to call security since we had a phone behind the Whack-A-Mole booth. And the people at the Milk Jug Toss and Scatterball stations ran over to help me out of the booth with the co-workers at our booth and into where the phone also was to get me out of the public eye while security came and took everyone's descriptions of the entitled mum. Fortunately, no one had left and security got to us fast. The entitled mum was caught up with soon enough as they did a park-wide search and took her name and picture for the do not admit list. I didn't think to press any charges at the time. In retrospect, I wish I had. I went home early too, since I couldn't stop crying until long after my dad picked me up. He got me ice cream later and watched a really bad horror movie with me. It was our dad-daughter thing. Unfortunately, I'd had the following couple of days off anyways. I have never forgotten this incident, and it remains my worst customer service experience. Though hardly the only time I've been yelled at, it is the only time I've been physically assaulted on the job. Wherever Karen is these days, I hope she realizes what a monster she is. But I doubt that. She'd be in her late 40s or early 50s by now. And now that I'm the age she was at the incident, I cannot even imagine yelling like that at someone half my age over something so minuscule. Yeah, OP, I'm not surprised that you wouldn't do something like that right now. I mean, I wouldn't either. And I doubt that you watching right now would do it either because um, it's ridiculous throwing a coffee over a 15-year-old girl because you're annoyed at a game at a theme park. Are you dumb well to answer my own question uh, yes she is there's a reason none of us would do it it's because we're not really stupid karens like yeah you can be annoyed if you want because the game rules are slightly confusing i do admit but doing that no way no way i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today Hey, and now moving on to our final story of today's episode. Cult talkers think they can scare me out of my new home. I should give you guys just a little backstory on how I ended up in this situation. I grew up in Scientology. My parents joined back in 1991 and moved to the States to be involved more than they could from the UK. In 2015, when I was 15, I joined the Sea Org and signed a billion year contract. I know how insane that is, but it was something my parents were pressuring me to do because they thought it would allow me to be the best Scientologist I could be. But last August, I saw my opportunity to leave and I took it. I was sent out with a group of other Sea Org members to confront some people who had been declared as suppressive people, SPs, who were outside the building. One of them said they had a permit to film some stuff in the streets and since it was public that we couldn't stop them and that it was in the car parked about five minutes away from where we were. One of the women I'd come out with told me to go with the guy and check it out. So I did. When we got around the corner, I told the guy I wanted to leave but hadn't been able to because there was always someone watching. He suggested that maybe since we were out of sight, maybe we could get into his car and he would drive me to a hotel, get me a room so I could plan where I could go after a couple of days. I took the opportunity and I got into his car. 
I finally felt so much freedom that I'd never felt before. He, as it turns out, had also been a Scientologist and had escaped from gold base years ago. So he understood my situation very well. Now, once I figured out that I wanted to go to Washington, he got in contact with some friends of his who were able to get me there without Scientology having any way of tracing my movements. And I've been here ever since. I live in a nice neighborhood, well, at least to where I had been before, and I've managed to get a job working in a coffee shop. I've been so happy to be free, but I never fully stopped looking over my shoulder. I know the policies regarding people like me, and I've been keeping an eye out for them ever since I left. Two months ago, I noticed that a car with tinted windows was following me. I knew it was down to Scientology. They'd somehow found out where I'd moved and were trying to gather information on me. Last week, they finally knocked on my door. Even though I knew it was going to happen sooner or later, I was shaking. My neighbor, who's always been really kind to me, was over. She comes over sometimes just to check on me, and she'll bring me food if she feels like I haven't eaten properly. She's basically been like a mum to me, and I love her for it. I opened the door, and things got really uncomfortable real fast. It was a couple of entitled stalkers from the Scientology group standing in front of me. Your parents have been worried about you, and you're hiding out here. Why? I'm not hiding. I just don't want to be in a cult anymore. Liar. You are a criminal. You broke your contract and you fled. You are evil. My kind neighbor then comes to the door and interrupts. Hold on a minute. Stop shouting. Opie is not evil and she's free to live her life as she pleases. Now leave her property or I will call the police. The second entitled stalker holds a camera pointed at my face. You are a suppressive person. You may not set foot in any Scientology building again. If you do, we will have you charged with harassment. I was confused by this, but you're the ones who trapped me down. I know the policies. I know I'm an SP. I know about being disconnected with my family. So what do either of us gain from you being here? My neighbor said, put the camera down. No. My neighbor then closes the door in their faces and goes to close the curtains. As I told her that they would probably try filming through my windows. I went and closed all other curtains in my home. And after my neighbor left, I locked my doors too. They are still watching my house from a car across the street. And I feel uncomfortable about going outside. I know what methods can be used by Scientologists who are fair gaming and SP. I know now after watching Going Clear and Leia Ramini's show that my experience with them after leaving is tame, but it's still pretty creepy. Why they feel entitled to follow people around to a point where I'm basically a prisoner in my own home, I don't know, but I wish they'd leave me alone. I'm not sure what information they've gathered on me, but I know whatever it is will have been sent back and it will be used against me in some way. But until they try and use it, I have no way to really do anything. If anyone has any advice, please let me know. Oh my god, OP. I'm so sorry that you're in this situation. This is so effed. Like, my god. Guys, put yourself in OP's shoes for a moment. There are people across the street in a car, perma watching his gaff what the heck like you've done amazingly to escape in the first place i have to commend you for that what bravery you know great quick thinking to get out of there you know in the chance that you could fantastic but now to feel like you're being watched for the rest of your life always having to watch your watch over your shoulder like oh my god man what is this i need to do some more research into scientology as a whole guys if you know more about this cult and uh, you know what they do and 
their practices and how they clearly stalk people who leave comment down below and enlighten me because i don't know too much i've got to be honest i'm going to do some more research as soon as i finish recording this video if i'm completely honest um but wow what would you advise him to do right now op that is i don't know what you can do call the police apart from that I've got nothing, but I don't really think that the police are going to be able to do much. The car's just going to drive away. Then it will come back. What can OP do? Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. As I said, please do comment down below some advice for OP because I'm honestly, I've, I've got I've got not much. I wish I had, you know, a set plan like, yep, do this, do this, do this, and all your problems will go away. Send these Scientology mugs back to where they came from. But I actually don't know. Comment down below if you have any better advice than me. I'm sure a lot of you do. If you want to see more from me right away, please do check out this video on screen. It's actually quite similar to the one you just watched. And if you are new to the channel, subscribe, turn notifications on, and I'll see you tomorrow with a brand new video. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.